Michael O'Neill was a junior associate web consultant with an Atlanta web page design firm. What this meant in practice was that he worked 8 to 12 hours a day with HTML, Java, and Perl. When the associate account executives or the account executives needed somebody along who really understood what the system was doing, when, for example, the client group included an engineer or computer geek, he would be invited to the meeting to sit there and be quiet until they hit a snag. Then he opened his mouth to spit out a bare minimum of techno-babble. This indicated to the customer that there was at least one guy working on their site who had more going for him than good hair and a low golf score. Then the sales consultant would take the client to lunch while Mike went back to his office. While Mike had fine hair, he played neither golf nor tennis, was ugly as a troll, and short as an elf. Despite these handicaps, he was working himself steadily up the corporate ladder. He had recently gotten an unasked-for raise in lieu of promotion, which surprised the hell out of him, and other rattling noises had been heard that indicated the possibility of further upward mobility. The office he moved into was not much. There was barely room to turn his swivel chair. It was right next to the break room, so several times a day it was overwhelmed by the smell of popcorn, and he had to install a hanging book rack for his references. But it was an office— and in a time of cube farms, that meant everything. Someone in the background was grooming him for something, and he just hoped it was not a guillotine. Unlikely, he was the kind of aggressive pain in the ass every company secretly needed. He was currently in a mood to kill. The overblown applets on the newest client's site were slowing their page to a crawl. Unfortunately, the client insisted on the little pieces of code that were taking up so much of their bandwidth, so it was up to him to figure out how to reduce it. He sat with his feet propped on his overloaded desk, gripping and releasing a torsional hand exerciser as he stared up at the tick poster on his ceiling and thought about his next vacation. Two more weeks, and then it would be blue surf, cold beer, and coral reefs, I should have gone seal, he thought, his face fixed in a perpetual frown from weightlifting, and become a surfing instructor. Sharon looks good in a bikini. He had just taken a sip of stale, cold coffee, thinking blue thoughts of Java surgery, when his phone rang. Michael O'Neill, pre-published design, how can I help you? The phone snag and stock answer were performed before his forebrain kicked in. Then he nearly spit out his coffee when he recognized the voice. Hi, Mike. It's Jack. His feet slammed to the floor with a crash, and XML for dummies followed it. Good morning, sir. How are you? He had not talked to his former boss in nearly two years. Good enough, Mike. I need you down at McPherson on Monday morning. What? Sir, it's been eight years. I'm not in the Army market anymore. By nearly Pavlovian response, he started to catalog everything he would need to take. I just got finished talking to your company's president. This is not currently an official recall. I like that little hidden threat, boss, Mike thought. But I pointed out that whether it was or not, you would be eligible to return under the Soldiers and Sailors Act. Yep, that's Jack. Thanks a million, old boss of mine. 
That didn't seem to be a problem. He seemed to be kind of upset at losing you right now. Apparently, they just got a new contract he really wanted you to work on. Yes, Mike chortled silently. We got the first onion upgrade. The site was a plum job the company had been chasing for nearly a year. The account would guarantee at least a solid two years of lucrative business. But I convinced him it would be for the best, the general continued. Mike could hear other conversations in the background, some argumentative, some subdued. It seemed almost like the general was calling from a telephone solicitation company, or several of his cohorts were making the same calls. Some of the muted voices in the background seemed almost desperate. What's this about, sir? The answer was met by silence. Silence.